It's time to decide. You must choose your subscription box. Do you want fluffy, fuzzy things? Do you want a watch that you'll barely even wear? How about more collectibles to fill the shelves in your room? No! You don't want that. You want horror movies, and you want them on DVD. No, you want them on Blu-ray. Well, buddy, it must be an omen, because here I am, and here's HorrorPack.com. Join HorrorPack.com for $19.99 a month and get three killer DVD movies plus one exclusive. Or join up for $24.99 a month and get three Blu-ray blood soakers and an exclusive each month. There, now you've made up your mind. Or I have. HorrorPack.com for the best scare anywhere. Are we recording? Yes. Oh shit, that's hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Cho recommends you put on your headphones now to listen to it's time for another Achieving Reality the Podcast. This week we talk more with Aaron Simmons, director of the streaming series Iridescence, where I play Python, a member of the Zone 9 Marauders. So I hope you enjoyed the first uh, episode of it, and it's time for hearing some more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality the Podcast with Aaron Simmons. See you later. Part two. Hello once again. We're back with more uh, Aaron Smithers. <laughs> because I just feel like doing that. It's Samuel Aaron Simmons. It sounds more regal that way. Not really. I know. And uh, so Sammy. Um, yeah, I don't get him fodder. You, you can call me double A. A-A-Ron? Yeah, there we go. So A-A-Ron, yeah. um, you were telling us kind of what Iridescence was about yeah. before we left our people to listen to commercial uh, of my choosing yeah so uh, please continue well if you were to mix like Starman Tron and Against All Odds into <laughs> one then you, you might have iridescence but, I mean it's essentially about wait does that mean we get to drive light cycles at some point I hope so god working on it <laughs> you know if I, I need better RAM you know, <laughs> for that kind of rendering but it's gonna have a three wheeled light cycle it works for me. That means two two bars come off it. My hope is to you know get more futuristic. But uh, to answer your question, since we've been dodging it, and no one really knows what it's about. Still, even you as a cast member, you're like, "What the fuck am I doing? Why am I you know walking around you know in a dress?" But um, I'm not wearing a wait, dress. No, wrong character. Sorry. Right now. But it's it's really about uh, my character played by me. You know, because I don't think I didn't think anyone else could a better job you know it's not ego it's just kind of like well it's my baby so I'm going to hold my baby um, it's about a scientist on the brink of a cure for dementia um, ah yeah so I didn't know that see that I just learned something he disappears for uh, like uh, three years and 14 months you know and I know right so four years and two months <laughs> yeah yeah and I like to say it the other way 
Um, no, it works. Yeah. Well, because he was doing one thing for three years, and then he was doing something else for 14 months. Yeah. So it's two disappearances. It's Continue. multiple, actually, you know, if you want to jump into string theory for a minute. But, um, no. No. <laughs> um, so he returns, and he has no memory, no recollection right. of uh, what happened. Because the accident. Uh, well, I don't know. I haven't really put the accident in there. Uh, it's really his best friend, which is played by Charlton Hoag. Um, who, Charlton Heston? How'd you get him? Uh, what? I flew to California. And, and dug him up. Uh, yep. Put a gun in his hands. Is he dead? He's been dead. Oh, shit. Quite a while now. Sorry, Charlton. But Charlton Hoag. Um, we just sold a book by him. Signed by him, too. Not Hoag, Heston. So back to the ADHD. Um, <coughs> come on, laugh, laugh. Huh? Okay. Right. So, okay. Yeah, now, for, now for tangents, we wouldn't have a show. So, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like um, BFFs that are at odds the entire time. So that character that's like recruited your guys, you know, I mean, he's, he's sleazy as fuck, you know, and essentially he feels that he was betrayed by his friend, my character. Now... I need to ask, have we met that guy? Uh, like, we. Like, the Marauders. The yeah. guy who, who hired us? Is that... Yeah, that's... The, that's the Sean that's character? That's the Sean character. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so he walks in, he kind of takes over after... Everything happens. Yeah, yeah. And um, his whole thing is revenge. Because my character apparently was messing with his wife and all that. Which is in episode two. I know, right? Pitter patter. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I know it's a free world, right? You yeah. know, free market. Yeah. You know, free, free will. But he has an free obsession. Cheese. Well, he also has an obsession with my character's wife that oh, is kind of linked through. So it's just kind of like, you know, you're best friends with someone for so many years, and then so it is about you know two best friends that are at odds, and Sean is trying to kill my character. And so that's why he's got the Marauders involved. He's got all kinds of people involved. Just and it's just it's this primal need to get revenge against his once best friend. He thought he killed him off, and he was wrong. And then he just keeps running into roadblocks. Yeah, I noticed you're really hard to kill. Yeah, and uh, Mike, I, I hit you with a sledgehammer. Who knows how many times? And... and that's where we get deep into the sciences of it, you know. So I really had to think that through with the writing. And it was actually spawned by a makeup artist not showing up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to add this in here. I wasn't necessarily trying to be a superhero. And once everything is out, you'll notice like a distinct difference between before and after. You know, like there's the um, sarcastic scientist type character. And then there's the one that you guys are trying to kill. He sounds really stupid. Like he's got the lowest IQ or he just doesn't get certain things like remember the scene like Ashburgers, like what's that you know oh yeah yeah and the powder character he serves as kind of like because i don't write anything unless it has a purpose you know so every piece of dialogue has a purpose to it you know it's leading to something and um so like powder it's almost like he's providing some sort of narrative to the sciences behind everything i was gonna say because powder's been in it a lot yeah I mean, every a lot of the posts lately have been like very powder centric. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what is he doing in there? Well, I, I had this uh, group of characters too, and you know, they're all united, you know, wanting the same thing. And I'm like, let me start to divide them. You know, let's play a little division. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and uh, see where I go from there. And it's all about them. I, I want to uncover who they were before they were deemed the zone. I'm using air quotes for everyone listening. Air bunnies. Yeah, air bunnies. <laughs> zone nine marauders. So um, I want to get more into that. And of course, I want people to invest into the the care each characters and kind of like like them, fall in love with them before more shit hits the fan. You know, so it's kind of like an impasse right now. It's like he can't kill his best friend. and uh, That is true, because he did yell at us not to kill him. Yeah, and so you've got a new character in there, a relatively new character played by uh, Samantha Sickle. Uh, she had the purple hair, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so she comes in there, and so she's on Team Sean, and, you know, she shows up, and everybody's kind of ogling the, her. The suits, right? She's not a suit. The suits are the... She just happened to have a black suit, but she's working with the Sean character. Okay. But what she was, what I reveal is that she was my character's assistant mm. at one point in time before I disappeared. But she's forced into a wedge of um, where she, she has to help my character. See, I, I like to create layers and then unpeel them. So it's kind of like everybody's a, a potential onion. You know, I just, I love everybody's a Shrek. I, well, I hate one note characters. That's like a pet peeve of mine. I've played. Make a note them. of that. <laughs> okay. You just give them shit. Yeah, I know. We can do yeah. short films. Why don't you guys just give each other a hug? No, no thanks. No, no. Okay. Um, I got stuff to do. So now I'm kind of like. We're not that close. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm editing everything right now. So, I mean, it's essentially, it's, it's. These are. The world that you're going to see is a world inside of another world. It's kind of like a Russian doll. Oh, that works. Yeah. It's better than an onion. Yeah. Well, the onion part is more like the more you peel away from each character, the more it has the potential of making you cry. You know? And that's... No, it's the Vidalia sweet onion. Really? Yeah, they don't make you cry. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. It's the sulfur content in onions that make you cry. It creates sulfuric acid in your eyes. Oh shit! They never told me that in hell. No, that's your problem. Yeah. It's because you were in my quadrant of hell. Yeah, I was in the wrong circle there. I feel like I'm making the devil blush at times with some of the shit that I say. Or, or uh, please, yeah, I know. It's like oh, the audacity. It takes Aaron. a lot more than that to make me blush. Oh. I mean, uh, him oh, blush. Oh, oh, delusions of grandeur here. What do we have here? Textbook. What's that? It takes a lot more than that to make no. me blush. No, the opposite is delusions of grandeur. Oh, yeah. Achieving reality. Yeah. <laughs> Skull fucking reality. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, you guys got... Think that's about the later it. one. Think about using that. Yeah, please, please. You, know, you don't yeah. even have to give me credit. You know? That's okay. I'm we just... weren't planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just going to... That's okay. We're just going to make it over the course of a weekend one day and just put your name on it. A film by... <laughs> right. Concept by Aaron Simmons. A.A. Ron Simmons. A.A. Ron, yes. Add an extra A there. But did that explain it, or did I just Yeah, no, no, actually, it, you... Uh, Demystified with, you, something? You cleared up a lot for me. Without yeah. being spoilery. Yeah, without being spoilery, which is perfect. Yeah. Not that, I mean, I don't even know where to see. Are we able to even watch it? Yeah, on Thea, uh, you can see the first on two Thea? episodes. Yeah, Thea.network. Is it T-H-E-A? Yeah. So you can see the first two episodes on there. Do I need a uh, code or anything? No. 
you should just be able to if you look under Thea's picks you'll find uh, the first two episodes right away oh yeah yeah <laughs> Farsighted. I didn't know you didn't. <laughs> no, I, I never see the episodes. No, it's okay. I never knew, like, because I just thought you were getting it. Well, there's only one episode up on on Thea's picks right now. It's uh, Farsighted, episode one. There should be um, another one. Hey, hey. Oh, sorry. That's, wow, you have way too many dick pics on your. <laughs> I know, man. What the hell? Arreu Brothers uh, Studio is. God bless you acquiring uh, Thea so that could be a plus that could be a plus it could be for all of us now are we well not we are you doing this so that maybe it can get picked up by somebody who will start funneling money towards you or are you just doing it because you operation are you funneling money to the movie or are you just doing it because you have a thing in your head and you want to get it out I would uh, lean towards the latter the thing um, in your head? Yeah, it's not for shits and giggles. I take it very seriously. I think it's inevitable that it reach financing. But I'm not going to sell my soul so someone could shit all over it. Right. So I get asked, like, are you going to uh, put it on Netflix or something like that? You know, and hey, Netflix, sorry, guys. But, you know, I mean, I want to maintain creative control. And uh, I will. So... Because they'll be like, well, this looks like shit. So, you know, we're going to have to upgrade and then uh, we'll give you a little bit of money, but we're going to take over from here and recast everybody, you know, and uh, just you, you, you can go ahead and just tell everybody to fuck off that has worked so hard on it so far for free. You know, no, 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 no. You'd end up getting it back because I'd end up appearing in the Netflix office being like, listen, <laughs> we had a good thing going. Well, I think people, I mean, it's a lot easier to get it on Amazon now. So once I have uh, at least season one finished, um, and that's what this downtime is, so I can finally catch up because it's been nonstop. Oh wow, I got crew. Oh wow, I got crew. You guys are eager to help, and oh wow, I'm getting these actors here and here, and I've got this story just running through my out of my pores, like I'm sweating it. Um, it's like gross. yeah, it's kind of gross. Makes puddles gets all over the place. No, it smells. Smells yeah. like onion. <laughs> Me and the onions, right? And chocolate starfish. Ooh, with hot dogs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just kind of, um, I've let it kind of bloom organically in a way, and it's just been a, just a marathon. Just, you know, got crew, got to shoot, got to shoot, got to shoot. Got to recast here, got to let go of this cast member here. This crew member's being an asshole. Got to, you know, luckily they, they exit on their own, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So it saves me the trouble of, giving the middle finger and saying to fuck off which I, I don't like that you know I'm pretty diplomatic yeah you're you're pretty chill I mean other than yeah. the 10 grams of coke you do and the 9 gallons of coffee you've had yeah 10 grams is just not enough you know you're, you're pretty decent on the set you know cause I get a lot I hear a lot from you is like is that alright and you're asking that of the crew you're asking that of the cast mm -hmm. like is that alright and you know, I'm like, that's so cool. That's one reason why I enjoy working with you because you want to know, like, if we can't do he, I actually, as you see. Yeah, yeah. And he, was, he was giving me notes and I, did, I had my glasses in the thing and he's far enough away that with every movement he's making, all I see is blur. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, you get that, Larry? I went, no. I go, I don't have my glasses on. I, and he's like, oh, God, I didn't know. I was like, yeah. yeah. I did not realize that, so it's like, oh shit, I got we got. So like, I was like, hold on, I put him back on. He just did it all again. I was like, oh yeah, no worries. Boink. 
<laughs> can't have you running into a tree and like you know yeah well I could see breaking your nose into things. your face yeah, what I those know, things are. I, did, I didn't realize that. I was like, "Oh wow, okay." So yeah, and the reason I don't like, wear the contacts is, I said, I said, I scratched my eye trying to get them out. Your cornea? No, just the white of my eye, but it hurt like hell for yeah. like two weeks. That's a bitch. So I was yeah. like, "Fuck it, I'm going. I'm staying with the glasses. It's easier you. because once I've gotten, except for those night shots where we were running down the hill." I was not going to take my glasses off for those because I didn't even be like, yay, hole. <laughs> those round glasses in that video that you... Uh, yeah, watched, I have those. And you can see through those? Mm-hmm. Was those, those look cool. I'd hate for you to use the same prop in something else, but... Oh, no, I used to wear those every day. Yeah? Yeah. Those look really cool. They're just so tiny and cute and like, I don't know, there's something evil about them. I, I can find the darkness in everything. <laughs> Because I could see you in something, I don't know, it just kind of creates this uh, sense of caricature. You know, like the trough, he has his glasses, they were right. kind of already established in the bandana and all well, that. Make, and, well, he has to change bandanas now because he lost the other one. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know how many people are going to notice that. Nah, like, no one's going to really care. And some people change their bandanas at the same frequency as they change their underwear, I guess. So, it's like every month? Things. It's like, yeah, once a month for me. Yeah. Um, he's there, I remember putting a shot somewhere where. He's having to read something. He whips out his glasses. Oh on. no! He we just it was like the first time we saw him, he didn't have them. The next, the uh, and then the next season, he had them on, and he explained why it was because he's actually supposed to be smarter than he was acting. Yeah. So like whenever I was when I first shot everyone, and you know like when Sean the Sean character was in teabag, mm-hmm. they were talking to everyone. It gave me a chance to kind of like assess kind of like pick apart everyone's like how they were reacting you know I mean you got one that's copping an attitude like a dumb redneck which he's not even that way in real life Bo oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's really funny fuck you shut the fuck up you know well he does talk like that but yeah, he's not like he's, that yeah he's got a very <clears throat> pristine like Charleston sort of uh, yeah southern accent which is and uh, he's, a, he's a blues metal guy yeah oh yeah I mean he the, the main theme song he, he wrote which is very electronic yeah. oh that's very cool that creepy mm-hmm. he did that and um, he's really good so you just kind of run with these, I like to try and catch people's essences and kind of build on that you know like you had this look of empathy like you were some shit was going on in your head and it might have been like why the fuck is this motherfucker in my personal space that's next what to it me? was yeah but, it was uh, you can back off now or I'm going to fucking do you what my name says but you had this concern it's like wow he, he looks like he has some heart this is what I'm seeing you know and just like he's could be like very philosophical you know and then Trough looked like there was anger but it was kind of like he's not going to get anger angry too much or there's there's going to be a little more method yeah you know, he'll plan you know. it out he'll plan out your demise right right and like uh, Butterfinger was more like kind of um, gay well cocky yeah. <laughs> We're all gay. True. At some point in our lives. Well, I don't know about that, but we're all joyful happy. and happy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just depend- in prison I was gay, but now I'm straight again. Oh, sure. Um, and while watching Oz, I turned gay. Um, Doesn't everybody? J.K. Yes. Simmons? Or, or yeah, man. He was great in that. Great show. I'll stay on topic. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I hope we haven't it. offended anyone. I hope we have. Said I never. Um... 
Yeah, Butterfinger had some cockiness about him. So usually you have a group of people that are united. You, you, you take that arrogance. You're like, okay, so he's going to keep running with it. So the plan was to have him anyway to continue with that and try to divide the group, kind of whisper amongst the others to try and right. turn everybody against Teabag, which Teabag is kind of the way he's portraying his characters. He's tough, but he's inept in, in some things, you know. And funny that you said that, Doing it in character, Trot and I talked about how T-Bag is only worthwhile behind a gun. Yeah. And uh, now that he doesn't have that big monster anymore, it's because apparently... Yeah. I took it away, yeah. Well, you took it away, and then there was the shot, the most recent shot I saw was... Uh, I'm going to get it. Serata. Uh-huh. I almost said Sriracha. Serata had it. Yeah. Now, granted, in his hand, it looks like a tiny little thing, but... I know, I had to look like it. Let me zoom in. What is that? Is that his finger? Yeah. In T-Bag's hands, you know, it was this giant freaking hand cannon. Well, it's like an extension of his dick, because that's what he thinks with yeah. during the whole time. So I'm developing him in ways to where it's almost like a serial killer, you know, just very... in the Sean character, I've introduced him as very misogynistic. And I do this, you know, it's funny. You would think I have some sort of, like, agenda or whatever, you know, like I'm trying to, like, cast shade on this or that I just I, I I hear the voices in my head it all comes to me like a fucking prophecy and I write it you know it's just like I thought this would be neat to kind of have this sort of A type personality and then you got this other A type personality one's a planner one's just like mm-hmm. I've got my big gun you know and he just thinks with his dick way more than the main antagonist who you would think he does which we find out later but yeah yeah you will all understand once I piece it all together. Which is really gross. And they kept asking me if I got to see the scene. I'm like, no. And I'm happy I did. Did they really? Yeah. It wasn't even that bad, too. You know, I, I just so don't want to be in the same room as a dude doing that. Right, right. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, it gets pretty... I, I, I'm going to try to push... <laughs> no one will be seated during the very gross scene. <laughs> I know. I've called. I've called some pushback. You know, just you know, on set about. Oh, I don't know if it's. Those are just people who aren't willing to do it. This isn't Disney. I've said it before. It's no. not fucking Disney. This is. Uh, well, it is fucking Disney. Who it's just, is? It's just not Disney. Who is fucking Disney? Well, hopefully nobody, because he's been dead for a long time. You never know. Ew. Okay, I went there. Um, well, was he frozen? <clears throat> Don't know, let's ask Elsa. Not that kind of frozen. <laughs> let it go, yeah, let it go. Much, yeah, just let it go. But, um... I have to cut all that out. <laughs> nah. I've had to kind of like, you know, just really just push off people, you know. Like, it's too explicit, you know, or it's... Hey, did you read the script? Did yeah, exactly. Script? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, when I, when I read the first thing, I went, well, this is going to be weird. Yeah. Uh, when I got that first script from you... Uh, not this time, the very first one. I went, hey, Marissa, look at this. I get to stare at other guys' asses and dicks. Yeah. Like, She's oh, like, what? And Marissa's like, oh, you love that. <laughs> no. You got a make-out session and all that, you know. It's, uh... So we haven't we haven't tread there yet with our movies. They're pretty... No. Most of them are pretty safe for, well, not safe for work. They're not safe but... for work, but they are... Well, I should say, they, they could be safe for work, but they're not safe for family. But uh, we we push the envelope enough to where it's. I mean the kind of man, out. The kind of man is suggestive in dialogue, but a very 
You know, I don't push the envelope for pushing the envelope's sake either. No, it just kind of comes I mean, That's how people speak. Well, it's real life, you know. So whenever people are like, I mean, I no one's going to go, no one's going to be like, oh man, that movie was so super awesome. Yeah. Because if they're going to do that, you might punch him in the face. Like, really, dude? Are you that much of a lame-o? Well, you can't yeah. usually, you can't, you know, use expletive words. A group of people going around and calling themselves the Marauders are not going to be like, exactly. Oh, fiddle fart. Yeah. <laughs> well,. You never know. Morgan Forgan. Morgan Forgan. Oh, I might do that one. Not Guten. (laughs) You should have one character. I'm just going to run into a room, hit something, oh, Morgan Forgan. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is that word? (laughs) In in the Australian accent, too. Yeah, Yeah, Morgan Forgan. Morgan Scottish. But, uh, oh, I know, yeah, it kind of produces like the Scottish. That's what I need to do, just run in there and be like, and then be like, oh, Morgan Forgan, and just leave. Morgan Forgan, yeah. He just I mean, went Scottish on us. Yeah, no, it's like, it's that's, that's, that, that's the line for the other character. Did he just go Scottish on us? It, yeah. Did he just robot himself to death? Robot himself to death. In in the detective, a guy, the great detective. one of the guy dies, and he basically robots and dies. That's I go, did he just robot himself to death? Oh, my gosh. So, it had everybody dying. We had to, we had to, Refilm it again because I mean, literally, I said it and the whole set just died. Well, they were trying to hold it in because they it was an improv thing and they right. had no idea what he was gonna do. Nice, and then he, he did it and then Larry commented on it in character, and that's when they lost it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The death would have been fine if I didn't go, Did he just robot to death? Wait, so the break dancing was on purpose or not? It, supposedly, that was the way he died was by roboting. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. How do you die when you do the worm? God, don't know. That wasn't on there. I'm thinking so head trauma. Probably you, you can you oh, can yeah. put it in an iridescence at some point. Uh, yeah, so that much. actually would be kind of humorous. I know. Well, I tried well, to put some humor in there. What happened yeah. to Tony? Damn this thing! Don't give me any ideas. I've only got. Four like... was freshly waxed. His hand slid out from under him. Ooh. <laughs> head trauma. Ooh. Just broke his nose. Yeah. Crushed his nose. And Massive maxofacial uh, yeah. destruction. It was horrible. Then he comes back alive. You know, <laughs> it's funny. I guess some actors are like, "Man, I really want to come back." You know, can you find a way to bring me back alive? You know, uh, Doc. At oh yeah, Jacksonville. Actually, he would be good as one of the other cult. Oh, the Mirror Mask cult. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't know if I was able to say anything. I know you never know with me. You know, it just depends on my. Well, mood. I didn't. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I didn't know what I could back, say because it is part of the story, and I didn't want to. Well, if you think back on something that needs to come out, let me know. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I like, I, ooh, we shouldn't have said that. I, I'm kind of in that period of time where I'm not really hiding too much, you know. Because hey, you know that bit where I was talking? Get that out. <laughs> yeah. Just leave the coughs and the sniffles in. There's just so much information just flowing, though. So it's just kind of like, what am I giving away? You're still going to be a bit like there's true. So, I mean, so you've much got mystery. so much going on, yeah, in, in the in the movie or the, or the series. You think you got one set of bad guys and you got another set of bad guys, and oh shit, there are these people in the robes and the mask, and you yeah. have the mirror mask cult. So it's like who's worse than the other? And you've got the the protagonist and the antagonist. They're struggling, and then the love interest. Oh, she's so. Beautiful, and she's uh, so sweet, and then maybe not. You know, so it's it's kind of it gets kind of Game of Thronesy, and it's hey, I'm in Game of Thrones, but it's, modern. It's not on purpose either. It's like, oh, okay, well, well, you already know that if you wanted to do a Game of Thrones kind of thing, I'm already set for it because I've even got my own wardrobe. Oh, that man, that would be wonderful. I have to wait on a budget. This is more like no, we just we just write into the script that, that uh, Python's a cosplayer in his spare time. <laughs> Right, he just yeah. shows up one day and he's dressed up as an orc. 
I have with that the, too. With the poncho. I have an orc head. I have an orc head. The, you know, the names are kind of based on computer language. Python? Yeah. Python. You never heard of that? No. Pearl? I know Pearl. I almost gave a character a name, Pearl. But I know Pearl. Worm? I, 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 yeah, well, that's a virus. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Very cool. With the exception of powder, tea bag, and <laughs> duck. It started no, tea bag like, is too. It's every video game out there. Really? Yeah. I did not when know that. When you kill somebody, you're, especially if it's an MMO, you, some dick always comes and teabags your corpse. Are you serious? That's every, good Every MMO, when you get some 13-year-old or 12-year-old playing, they, they can't do it in Fortnite, but they do it in PUBG. And uh, they come out and someone will kill you and they'll come out and just teabag your corpse. There's Some oh. games actually give you an achievement for it. You teabag That's so great. many corpses. The powder, I don't know. That's I, he just. I saw Joseph and I'm like, just names just pop up. It was like, either that or Santa. Santa, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Well, he's, he's in episode four. We'll mention real quick, Joseph, the guy who plays powder, actually teaches movie making and acting and all that in high school yeah 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 in a high school hmm. he actually helps behind the uh, camera as well yeah like, tremendously yeah. like he is he's he's really great a lot of knowledge that guy a lot of lust for life too that I oh enjoy. yeah dude yeah. When, those are exactly the things we're missing in our productions I know yeah um, he, when we were on break you know during the summer I should say when he was on break during the summer he hiked the AT mm. from like Tennessee all the way to Maine Appalachian Trail for those people not oh yeah yeah the Appalachian Trail way to make us all look like shit and out of shape Joseph thank you I love you that wasn't very difficult to do I know even on a normal day he came in looking ripped I know it's like oh god it's like I'm looking down at my my belly and I'm just like oh and I'm supposed to do stunts here god okay I actually surprised myself with that it would have been funny if he accidentally hit me with that hammer you mean my little Thor's hammer? Yeah. That would have hurt. Yeah, I know. Bad. Would have been like a meat tenderizer. Yeah, it wouldn't have been too funny when you woke up the next morning with a big octagonal bruise. I don't know. I have a weird sense of humor, so. It's funny in retrospect. Yeah, it is. At the time, it wasn't that funny. Yeah. It hurt like a bitch. Now, I'm, I'm the type that I'll, I'll touch a hot stove and not realize how much it hurts until like the next day that I sulk over it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. It's it's like, yeah, we've made a lot of jokes. That's about, nothing. We've made a lot of jokes about the production of Paranormal. Which, which yeah, that's the it's funny, movie of death. It's funny now. Literally. It wasn't so funny then. We almost killed him. Really? Like, literally. I, I should say he almost killed him. Heat exhaustion. Heat exhaustion. We were, in a, we were filming in a house with no AC because the neighbors stole it. <laughs> Why don't you just shoot at the neighbor's house? I'm just kidding. No. All right. they because just, they might have stolen something we needed. Yeah. What does heat exhaustion feel like? I haven't experienced that yet. Lots of nausea. Lo- an extreme amount yeah. of nausea. You don't know where you are or you what know, you're doing. Lots of disorientation. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like every day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but worse. Oh, okay. And I was, I mean, I was only writing, directing, and editing that one, so. Oh, was, yeah. I was expendable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. minor, That's... minor role. How how do you feel about that? Those mini hats. He used to love it. Oh. Now he's like, let's have somebody else do. You're burnt out now. <laughs> You're like, let's have this. someone else do the, the the editing and directing, and I'll be more than happy would... to do the writing. No, I mean, I would. He pref- doesn't mind editing. I would prefer though. to cover all those jobs myself. Yeah. Because I know what. Needs he knows to be, what he wants. I know what needs to be done. Yeah. 
do it. I'll even shoot it if I, you know, if I'm so inclined. They have the druthers. But it's really hard to set up shots and talk to the actors and you know figure out where craft services went. And Which is one reason why when I'm not in a lot of the product productions that he does because I'm behind the scenes helping him. Oh, that's good. Now, when I'm in them, I'm still running both parts, you know, both people, but mm-hmm. I do. I try and stay away from being behind the camera when I'm in front of it. Right. But at least you're not oblivious to the process. and you. you oh, no, I went to school for it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I went to school for production and direction. Okay, I flunked out. I did, too. Oh. They politely asked me to leave. Oh. Literally, I got a letter that was like, Dear Mr. Greenstein. Your services will no longer be recorded in the school. We already went through this. I keep saying Greenstein. I know. I it sounds better. Can I, I don't say care. it for now? No, I don't care how you say it. I'm okay. Stein. I'm still going to answer. Greenstein. If you're calling me, I'm going to answer. Okay. You know what? We're just going to stop there. Yeah, I know. Because I, I have too many questions, and honestly, they don't need to go on the show. There are always so many questions, yes. <laughs> My God. And there it is. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. Aaron really has a lot of interesting stuff to say and pretty wacky as well. I really love working for him. He's a lot of fun. Can't wait until uh, we have him on again. So for Chris, Marissa in parentheses, who wasn't here, myself and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, I don't want to be in a cage anymore, Troft. See you later. Let it go, let it go. go. Just just let it go. This episode of Achieving Rally the Podcast has been brought to you by, well, us. (laughs) Here at Achieving Rally the Podcast. Hey there, Achieving Rally the Podcast listeners. I know you've enjoyed us for the last five years. Well, I've got news for you. We're now available on Spotify. That's right, Spotify. Log on to your Spotify account, look at the menu bar along the top, and click on the podcast. Then, search for Achieving Reality, the podcast. It's amazing. Now there's multiple ways to listen to my wackiness and Chris's snark. Achieving Reality, the podcast, now on Spotify. Go ahead, take a listen. Is he dead? He's been dead. Oh, shit. Quite a while now. Sorry, Charlton.